Welcome to the Week 16 Sunday Morning Edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta here off of BettingPros.com, always brought to you by BetMGM. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt, same name in the Discord chat, BettingPros.com slash chat to join the Discord chat. And be careful talking smack at me in that room, boys. It comes back to me when you guys are running your mouths telling me that my Coastal Carolina pick was garbage. That I had a gar- what was it? It was a it was a trash pick. That's what it was called last night. A trash pick by somebody. Okay, just know that you're playing with fire when you do that. So where are we? Speaking of fire, six and zero yesterday, four and one day before. We are on a ten and one run right now here on the Daily Juice. This is just how this goes, right? I can be cold, be cold, and then we just start picking them up and putting it down. And it just, it's what happened when we were kind of scuffling along, and then we had a 25-5 and run. Scuffling along, and now 10-1 run, right? So, yeah, I'm seeing the board well. I'm excited. You can fade the picks. You can follow the picks. Whatever you want to do with it is totally your decision. So don't get angry if you lose money by betting on my plays. If I win you money great. If I lose you money, take responsibility for it because ultimately I didn't win you money. You won you money because you took the initiative to take the bet. You press buy. Okay. Not me. Remember that you press buy, not me. (laughs) So whether I'm right or I'm wrong, you either ride or you can say, Matt, you were wrong. I'm not going to play with you anymore. I'm going to fade you. Whatever, right? That's the beauty of the Daily Juice community, right? We're sharing plays. We're talking on Twitter. We're talking on the Discord chat. We're going back and forth. We're having a ton of fun with these football games, basketball games, whatnot, whatever's happening, right? So look, really good day, really good last two days. You know, Christmas and post-Christmas, 4-0 on prop bets, which were nice. Both the prop bets yesterday hit in the first half. (laughs) Waller's receiving total and Mike Evans receiving total, those hit in the first half. So Dan Harris this morning, he's got some some shoes to fill here. It's his prop bets coming at you on the the live stream chat off of YouTube. So you're going to go to youtube.com slash bettingpros. 11 a.m. You're going to find me there. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific time with prop bets and breaking down a bunch of injury news. There's all sorts of crazy news going on right now. And I need a big week for a variety of reasons. I need a big week in the Westgate reboot, in the Circa Million, and in the DraftKings contest with Dan Harris. Dan Harris and I literally spent... I don't know, half an hour tonight going back and forth on our plays, and we finally kind of rounded our way to our five picks. Same thing happened on the phone with Dave Sherapan, who was was my partner for the the Westgate reboot. We spent a half an hour on the phone today trying to find different picks and plays that each of us liked, and the same thing for Sean Lockhart, my partner in the Circa, where we were just kind of banging back and forth. This is a really hard day. So I like my number one pick a lot. I am a little bit wishy-washy on the others, but we're going to try to ride here. We got the Peralta two-team teaser right yesterday, so we're going to look to continue that. We're 12-6, and six, I think I am, on that, my record now, on our two-team teaser. So i got another one going here today. Uh, and then I got three plays, three sides to get into, and then kind of a Hail Mary for fun bet just because I want to make it, and it could be fun. I'll tell you about coming up here for the Daily Juice. So, Let's see if we can keep going. Remember, 
All the prop bets will be given away on the live stream coming up this morning off the YouTube channel for Betting Pros at 11 a.m. Eastern. So that's why we're not making prop bets here. We're making prop bets coming up. A uh, couple things quickly before we get into the BetMGM offer and the picks. So it was crazy last night watching what happened with the Dolphins and the Raiders. So I told you I was sprinkling on the money line, but I, I teased the Raiders up to plus nine. Bucks destroyed the Lions, so that teaser, we didn't need to tease it because the Raiders covered that plus three line, but still, we'll take it, right? Anytime you can have a no-swept situation, that's great. So the Raiders lose the game because of a missed extra point. The game could have gone into overtime as Ryan Fitzpatrick comes off the bench in relief of Tua Tagovailoa. And, or Tagovailoa, sorry. So, the big argument right now on Twitter is what to do going forward for the Dolphins. And I don't get Dolphin fans. Like, are Dolphin fans becoming just sycophants for their team? Like, I've never seen this before. Everything is pointing towards Tua on the bench. Tua now has been benched at Las Vegas and at Denver. He's looked horrible in big moments. And Ryan Fitzpatrick has come in to save his tail, including last night. Coming in, leading two drives, scoring points, including a game-winning drive with less than 45 seconds to go. Helped out by an awful defensive call by the Raiders and a face mask penalty. But he threw a no-look pass. He didn't know where he was throwing to. And he was able to get a guy wide open in Gasicki. And then the face mask, 15 yards, one pass incomplete, field goal good. And the missed extra point does burn the Raiders as you thought it was going to when Carlson missed that extra point. It was like, uh uh-oh, it always comes back to burn you. But after the game, first question, who's your quarterback, Brian Flores, Tua? On what planet are we living right now that Tua should be the starting quarterback for the Dolphins? The only explanation for this, the only reason and rationale to this is that ownership has told Brian Flores he must play Tua. Because going into the bye week, the fact that 3-3 three and three, Ryan Fitzpatrick was getting benched for a rookie made no sense. Tua's numbers have not been good. Tua throws a bunch of dink and dunk passes. Don't tell me that Devontae Parker being out last week and that Kasicki wasn't healthy, so that's why Tua couldn't do anything. Look what Kasicki did once as soon as Fitzpatrick came into the game. As soon as he came into the game, what happens? Kasicki was lighting up that secondary for the Raiders. Well, why would that be? Because one quarterback is a competent NFL-caliber thrower of the football, and the other is learning how to play the position. I'm not saying Tua is going to suck in his career. I'm saying Tua sucks right now. Compared to Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's not a fair fight. It's not even a logical conversation to have. If you're a Dolphin fan, I don't know. I don't get what you're doing. I mean, I know you're emotionally invested in Tua, so you need him to be good because you know Ryan Fitzpatrick is in a long-term solution. So you're looking at the big picture. But the NFL doesn't work like that. You've got a defense that's good enough to win the Super Bowl, and I'm serious about that when they are healthy. Now, they're nicked up right now, but when they get everyone back healthy for the postseason, if they do, the Dolphins' defense is good enough with their turnover ratio to get the Dolphins deep in the playoffs if their offense can do something. Their running backs are average. Their receivers are okay. You need a guy who can put the ball in tight windows, and that is not Tua. He can hit open receivers. He can do that. He won't throw interceptions. He won't hurt you. I get that. But the risk versus reward, no, 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 okay? 
I'm comfortable Ryan Fitzpatrick, he comes in, he's hitting on 18 on blackjack. I'm comfortable with him doing that because I know more often than not, that dude's flipping over a three. Not the same with Tua. He's going to play it safe. This is the dude. I'm not splitting kings. Nah, can't split kings. Nope, can't do it. Can't split kings. Nope. That's Tua Tagovailoa. As, an, as a quarterback, that's who he is. He's that guy at the blackjack table. Okay? He's good. He's conservative. He won't hurt you. But he's not going to win you big football games. He's not going to drive down on the road in prime time in a game you have to have. And do you know who also agrees with that? It's Brian Flores. Because if Brian Flores didn't agree with that, Tua would have been in the game in the fourth quarter, not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, that's the biggest sign what Flores really thinks. Like, okay, I'm going to listen to ownership all the way to the point where Oh, crap, we're going to lose. All right, I got to go to Fitz. Like, he can't be the let's break in case of emergency quarterback when you're in the postseason. It doesn't work like that. So this whole situation, the defense from Dolphin fans is insane to me. There is no defense. There is no logic. There is no reasoning behind Ryan Fitzpatrick not starting for the Dolphins except for ownership telling Flores what to do. I you can call me crazy, call me a conspiracy theorist, say I'm a tin hat crazy person, that's fine. But there is no logical football reason for why Tua Tagovailoa should be the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Period. So, box over. <laughs> I'm fired up. The game just ended. Let's get to the offer. Bet MGM, you guys know it by now. You get a game money line wager, $1 on the money line, win 100 bucks in free wagers when you sign up. We're using the promo code JUICE100 at Bet MGM. Very simple, very easy. $1 money line bet, one touchdown, and you win $100 in free bets from Bet MGM with the promo code JUICE100. Go to betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. You must be physically located in Tennessee, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or West Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey and West Virginia, or 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. All right, let's start with the Rams at Seattle. The Rams are catching one point here in this football game. This is for the division. I'm going to double down here. You guys know I'm sitting on a plus 295 ticket here for the Rams to win the West. If the Rams are going to win the West, the Rams have to win this game today. Jared Goff's got to win this game today. This defense needs to win this game today. The Rams just lost at home to the Jets. This is your classic bounce back by low selling on that defense for Seattle. No real home field advantage. A running attack that I think they're going to be able to move the football. I know there's some injuries there, you know, acres and whatnot. But I, I think that there is some... Real anger inside that locker room. I watched a very mad, a very angry Aaron Donald leave the field after that loss to the Jets, and I thought, oh, no, Russell Wilson, not good. So, look, I would rather have Cam Cam Akers in this game. Obviously, I would, but you got two other running backs to hand the ball off to if you're Jared Goff and you hope the offensive line can do a good job of getting some lines, get some holes for the the, uh, running backs to, to run through. And I just think this is now a time where Seattle's defense is going to let them down. Small favorite at home. Normally you would never see Seattle by one in December at home with the division on the line. You would never see this line being this low. I think this is a tip of the cap to where the Rams are. And the Rams haven't been great against the number this year. They've been okay. Eight and six. Seattle seven and seven. 
Yes, the Rams were 17.5-point favorites, and they lost by three outright to the Jets. That was embarrassing, but you know they beat the Patriots as five-point favorites, winning by 21. They beat the Cardinals the game before that by 10 points as two-and-a-half-point favorites the last time they were on the road. And I, I just think when you look at over the last four games, Seattle has covered once over the last four games, and that was a blowout win over the Jets. I think the Rams are a better football team than Seattle. I'm worried about turnovers, but as long as Goff doesn't turn the football over, we're taking Rams plus one at Seattle. That's my favorite play of the weekend. I don't do like bet more. Don't bet any more in this game. Just in terms of the games I like, that's the game I like the most. Rams plus one. Another team on the road, another team catching points. The Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers. Line I got, Titans plus three at Green Bay. Now, I have, I've already cashed my ticket. I've already cashed my win total here for uh, for the Titans' alternative win total at plus two. Uh, I think it's plus 265 they got it at, at nine and a half wins. They've already won 10, so I'm good there. This is for the division. They're keeping pace. It's also for keeping pace for the number one seed overall. They're not totally out of that. But this is a Titans team that I think they're going to be able to run the football. When you look at the stats here, what do the Titans do really well? Well, they move the ball on the ground, right? So the Titans are five yards per rush with Derrick Henry. Green Bay is giving up 4.5 yards per rush. That's 21st in the NFL. The problem is when you commit to stopping the run, like I think Green Bay is going to have to do to stop Derrick Henry, when you do that, everything opens up for the offense with A.J. Brown, and just the passing attack overall. And I think Ryan Tannehill could have a really big day. The Titans offense right now, 399 yards per game. That's second best. 31.1 points per game. That's first in the NFL. They are averaging 6.2 yards per play. That's third best in the NFL. Green Bay, 5.6. So look it. I have looked at this game, and I, I've got two plays on this game, really. Okay, So I'm taking the Titans plus three. And I'm taking the over 54 and a half. Okay. Over 54 and a half. I personally just believe that we're looking at a, a shootout. Okay. I think it's a back and forth shootout. I think it's a back and forth battle. But I like the Titans in these shootout situations. I think their defense will make a couple of more plays. Green Bay's offense is tremendous. They're 6.2 yards per play as well, except they're not, you know, they're running the ball fairly well. 4.7 yards per rush is still top 10 in the NFL, but really it's their passing attack, right? 7.7 yards per play. Problem is Titans defense, not that great. 6.8 yards uh, per pass play. That's not great either. So we've got two plays here on this game. We're going Rams plus one, Titans plus three, over 54 and a half for Titans and the Packers. Now, I have a lean on two, or I, I have a lean and I've got a sprinkle on two other games. I wanted to bet the Chargers, okay? I wanted to bet the Chargers at minus three. We've taken them in two of my three contests. Keenan Allen was a, is a late scratch. Right before tip taping here, Keenan Allen, he's a scratch. So because of that reason, I didn't bet it. Okay, I'm going to take it in the contest. I'm not going to put my money behind it. I'm just going to take the Chargers. Say, I have taken the Chargers minus three against the Broncos at home. If you want extra, you want some extra, extra. Chargers minus three against the Broncos. I think it's a decent play, but no Keenan Allen. I think it's a big deal. So that kind of turned me off here of this game. 
then we're going the the Peralta two-team teaser, okay? Ravens, there's money coming in here on the Ravens. And that's, sorry, on the Giants, rather. And it's somewhat interesting. It's somewhat surprising. BetMGM is at 10.5, but the majority of books here in Vegas are at 9.5. So I'm going to tease the Ravens down, okay? 9.5, we're going to tease it down to 3.5. Baltimore, minus 3.5 against the Giants. I don't think we're going to need it. I think the Ravens are going to kill the Giants, personally. I think it's going to be a blowout. But just for safe, just to be safe, if the Giants do play well or their defense rises up, but Baltimore's at home, Ravens minus three and a half. And for the other leg, we're going to take the Panthers. Now, I know there was better. You could have gotten this at two and a half. I waited. I got this at one plus one, but I get over seven, which is what I want anyway. So Panthers from, from, from or get two seven, I should say. Panthers to plus seven. It's one. Panthers plus seven. You get a push potential out of it. So maybe we push on it if they, if they lose by seven. But, you know, Bridgewater covers. I Look, the quarterback question is there. Washington's trying to get everyone healthy. It looks like Gibson's going to play, which is kind of a bummer. But the defensive line for the Panthers is somewhat decent. You got, you know, no run CMC, which stinks. But DJ Moore is back. And Bridgewater just covers. It's what this guy does. He's a cover machine. And Washington, I mean, even if you do have Alex Smith playing a quarterback, I'm not sure that's great. Then you have Haskins playing a quarterback, also not that great. So I'm going to go and tease that up. I think the Panthers might win the game outright, but I'm going to tease it up to seven. So the Peralta two-team teaser for Sunday is Ravens minus three and a half, Panthers plus seven. We are 12 and six so far. And if you want a real for fun, just for bleeps and giggles, okay, Jacksonville Jaguars money line against the Bears. They're 1-13. Doug Marone is, I, I think Doug Marone is going to play hard. I don't like the Bears on the road. I think Jacksonville might actually win the game outright. So why not take a total flyer on the Jaguars? You're going to get as high as plus 340 right now on the Jaguars just for fun. Sprinkle a little bit on there and just see what happens, you know? Take the Jaguars on the money line, you know, maybe for fun. Take the Falcons on the money line as well. They're plus 425. So, I mean, you want to get kind of crazy and try to have one of those, you know, one of those tickets that people will retweet 100 times. That would be one of those Jacksonville and Atlanta money line teaser or money line parlays uh, coming up in week 16. Crazier things have happened, right? It's the end of the football season, so who the heck knows, okay? So, uh, a lot on that Titans-Packers game, obviously, but three plays and one teaser. Rams plus one at Seattle. Titans plus three at the Packers. Over 54 and a half. And you might ask me this question. Matt, why don't you do a same-game teaser? You can do that, and in fact, I probably will do that, okay? But I don't like to do same-game teasers when I've got the two-team teasers going on. Personally, like I told you last night, personally, I had the Raiders' money line, which is not an official play. A same-game teaser with the Titans and the Packers will be involved with me. I will have that personally, but not for the podcast. We're just going to take this and keep it as is. Rams plus one, Titans plus three. Over 54 and a half, and then the two-team teaser, Ravens minus three and a half, Panthers plus seven for the Peralta two-team teaser. I will talk to you coming up on the live stream, 11 a.m. on YouTube, Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, prop bets, breaking everything down. 
We'll find out the latest on the Browns, who's playing, who's not. Crazy Week 16. I'll give you all my plays on all three of the contests that we are in. I'll take your questions, and we'll go through the whole slate from the money, where it's going, and where it's headed. Line movement and whatnot coming up 11 a.m. for the Daily Juice Betting Pros live stream on YouTube. YouTube.com slash betting pros. My name is Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter. A lot more to come in week 16. I will talk to you in the live stream every morning. It's the Daily Juice Podcast brought to you by BetMGM right here on bettingpros.com. <laughs>